Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is hour two of two. It is May 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2019. This is... Hard-hitting talk radio at your fingertips. The goal to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property. We had an incredible discussion last hour about education. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints missionaries pre-approved for BYU Pathway Worldwide. And it's not just about Mormons. It's not just about Brigham Young University. It's not just about missionaries. It's about solutions in education, ladies and gentlemen, including the discussions on the Perpetual Education Fund, on the Khan Academy, uh, on uh, folks buying private schools. I mean, the, the solutions are everywhere. And this will be an ongoing educational solution-oriented theme for Liberty Roundtable Live as we go forward, because I believe that we ain't seen nothing yet in terms of the creative opportunities that will come to the table. This is not just a, a Mormon thing, or it's not just a missionary thing. This is a phenomena. Worldwide education uh, opportunities abound. Uh, everywhere and i'm telling you it's going to get cheaper and faster and better and smarter and more ubiquitous every single day i'm telling you right now write it down and remember who wants to be on the leading edge of these solutions it's sam and kurt at liberty roundtable live any final comments on that kurt no i um i mean uh, hats off to the uh, Khan academy folks i mean anybody who's doing this kind of work in my opinion uh, and taking back those things uh uh from you know the huge government investments uh, that we usually see is uh you know worthy of uh admiration i believe and uh, you know whether you see it in uh, uh i mean in healthcare, like we try to bring forward uh, solutions about that, uh, whether you see it in education, you see it in, uh, you know, the cost of housing. We talk about the printed homes, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, there's just so many real solutions, but most of the time, uh, the only way government wants to embrace them is uh, they want to get everybody else out of it and take it over uh, and spend a whole bunch of your tax dollars doing it, you know. So it's uh, you got you that know, right. it's refreshing to see things. Uh, I mean, the president's been an example of that with his uh, whole, uh, you know, the Jerusalem embassy thing, you know, where they suggested it would take about a billion dollars and he got it done for, you know, 500000 you know, I mean, it's just five hundred million. Uh, uh, well, no, it was five hundred thousand for the embassy there. You know, so they said it would uh, take a billion dollars, and yeah. you got it done for five hundred thousand. Right, because what uh, is that? Okay. it's it's minute. It's like remember when uh, we were talking about Mrs. Uh, Trump? Uh, you know, her budget versus uh, Mrs. Obama's. You know, it was like thirty percent of it. I mean, you could. You could do so much, uh, you know, cost cutting in the government if we just look at these uh, solutions, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, and they relate to getting out of wars. They relate to education. They relate to so many different issues. Uh, We need to move from education, though, and we'll keep an eye on this, and it'll be a running theme, obviously, on the broadcast for sure because it's so critical and vital, and and there's answers everywhere, and we want to bring them to your attention. Uh, As Kurt says, hey, I love solar panels. I love these educational um, and uh, other solutions, but I don't want government 
in the middle of my solar panel. Right. Okay, I just don't want G panel, Google or government solar panel. I want my right. own solar panel, please. Thank you very much. Um, but the headline from Matt Staver, who is one of the guys, I'm telling you, he's one of the attorneys uh, on the tip of the spear when it comes to the culture war. And he wrote an article called They Smell Blood in the Water. Matt Staver, lc.org. Kurt, you got that handy? I don't normally read, but this yes. is worth reading some of because he, I'm telling you, his words are so succinct and so spot on. I don't even know that I want to recap it, Kurt. Yeah, the uh, let me just see if I can find it. It's the one that you sent me, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, there it is. Uh, here's what he says. Already LGBT lawyers are preparing legal strategy to use the moment the so-called Equality Act is approved. Uh, they're even drafting arguments in open cases to be able to use this very same day this bill passes. Make no mistake, this bill is a real threat. H.R. 5, now known as S-788, passed the House of Representatives and has automatically been assigned to the Judiciary Committee in the Senate. One Republican and two independent senators are supporting it. Already, there are 47 total senators who have committed their support to this bill. It is up to you and me to stop it. Uh, this week, Liberty Council Action is doing an initial delivery of our petition against this horrific bill. The Inequality Act targets people of genuine faith and erases protections for women. Thank you for signing our petition. It goes, uh, you know, anyway... Uh, and I signed Bottom the petition, and this is kind of what I mean, Kurt, when I say we don't put our money where our mouth is. <clears throat> They've already got a battery of attorneys ready to, to go along with the congressional agenda here. The second the Congress you know, gets this thing pushed through <clears throat> or gets enough even clout, they'll start busting to the courts, f- focusing on their agenda to push it through. They'll find 50 court cases and say, we'll throw spaghetti on the wall, and whichever sticks, good. They might do 50 cases and five might stick and then the five might become landmark. And okay, these people are serious and dedicated to their agenda. And I'm not saying that there's not good people in America doing good things because there certainly are. But what I would say is if we were half as dedicated as these people, Kurt, just think what we could do. Yeah. And here's a little more detail from uh, Matt. He says LGBTD. LGBT activists need just four more votes and a signature for this bill to become law so they can start punishing every freedom-loving American. Nearly all large tech companies are financially backing this bill and supporting those who fall in line. In addition, there are a lot of financial institutions and many, many other popular brands pushing this legislation. Just four of these companies are worth more than $2 trillion. When legislators are so desperate to raise money, the quiet promise of future donations is a huge temptation. Even President Trump is not yet committed to veto this bill. But, he says, I promise you, I am committed to fight against it. Our staff in D.C. is actively working within the offices of senior senators to kill this bill. I believe we can if we don't give up. Uh, Will you stand with me, he says, to make sure that we have all the tools our organization needs to make sure this happens. And what I've Uh, done is I've signed the petition, Kurt, and we bring this to the table. I wish I had more money to give Matt and crew because I think they're genuine and they're honorable. 
I, I just don't have money to run the radio network and money to give them too. So uh, I signed the petition, and now I want to bring this to your attention. Matt Staver doing a stellar job, and I agree with Matt, Kurt, 100% on all this. This is serious Amen business, to that, folks. Sam. Yeah. yeah. And this is right. what, the Equality Act we're talking about primarily? Yeah, that's what, what they call it, Sam. And this is what's interesting. I brought this up two weeks ago, and, and, and I think most people thought, Sam, you're kind of off on this one, aren't you? And then two weeks later, people are realizing just how close these people really are to the prize, Kurt. They've already got it past yeah, the committee. Great point. They've already got it past the House. They, all they got to do is twist a few senators' arms, and then, hey, it's on the Donald. And I love a lot of what Donald Trump's done, folks, but I don't have confidence that he's principled enough. He might just give this to the Democrats. Uh, I, I'm fearful of this. Now, I'm not afraid, but I'm fearful. And what I mean by that is, I have trust in God and I have trust in we the people, but my fear drives me to action. And so Matt Staver, believe it or not, Kurt is the, um, what do they call him? The LC. So Liberty council action chairman is his kind of title. If you will, LC.org doing a phenomenal job. And I'm just telling you that we need more people working on this. We need more people aware of this. And we really need to push while we have the opportunity Matt's absolutely right. And I'm telling you, this is way closer than you think. I've talked to a few people over the last couple of weeks, and they're like, oh, Sam, that's not even close to passing. Come on. I mean, I know it's rabid and crazy, but it's not even close. I submit to you that it is, Kurt. It's very close. Four votes and a signature, and they got it, buddy. And it'll be as hard as Roe versus Wade to overturn. I'm telling you right now. If they get this in place, it'll be brutal. Well, and how many times, like, for example, uh, when you talk about four votes and a signature, or in other words, the president's uh, signature on it, uh, you know, how many times have we seen in the past where, I mean, when we had uh, Jeff Sessions uh, be cho- uh, be chosen as the uh, attorney general, we thought, hey, man, there's one bulldog. He'll just go after it. I mean, you know, he recused himself, and I, I, I keep thinking, somebody had really something on him uh either that or uh they threatened him with something and said hey you know if you do anything uh, with this uh you know we're going to take out your family or whatever uh you know we just don't know uh behind the scenes what happens but if you if it takes only four more senators you know how many of those guys uh could be you know I guess you could say uh, threatened or uh, offered something special or whatever. It's just too many times that we've seen this happen. But if we know? show the dedication that the other side shows, Kurt, we've got this in the bag. We can stop it. If we put it all part of the dedication, I'm grateful for Matt Staver and for their organization working so hard to alert us uh, to what is going on here and then for their battles uh, in the defense of traditional God-ordained values in the culture war, the sacred Christian cause. I'm telling you, they're doing a phenomenal job, and we hope to partner with them for solutions and to make sure that we can stand for the time-tested Christian values to which I believe the majority of us still believe in, ladies and gentlemen. The New York Times is off the rails. We'll tell you about it. Donald told you the New York Times is off the rails, and boy, howdy, do we see it in this next piece. Kurt will have details on your radio. I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. 
They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt, and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and, and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. And you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to DefendAPatriot.com. DefendAPatriot.com. I'm telling you right now, some of the most hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. Solutions-oriented, hard-hitting, but doing our best to bring people together and doing our best to highlight the reality check that America, the United States of America, is the greatest country on the face of the earth, and we better preserve what we've got. We better not take it for granted. I'll tell you that right now. All right, uh, the New York Times, Kurt, I don't even know how to describe this. They are absolutely unhinged, off the rails, crazy. The proof, Kurt? Well, yes, Sam. Uh, <laughs> here's their, uh, their headline. Uh, basically, they've, uh, according to Breitbart, they've launched a full court press. And the headline from uh, New York Times, Pregnancy Kills, Abortion Saves Lives. Uh, <laughs> You know, and uh, basically they've launched this full court press on behalf of the abortion industry with an op-ed that's titled, uh, just as we said, Pregnancy Kills, Abortion Saves Lives. It's written by Warren M. Hearn. He specializes in performing late-term abortions. The article asserts that every pregnancy poses a serious health risk. Uh, he says to the mother, uh, you know, there's no place where he mentions the uh, health risk to the uh, baby on these abortions. Uh, uh, he goes on, he says, second, yeah. how does a pregnancy create a serious health risk? I don't agree with that. Well, Most women are able to get pregnant, uh, to carry a baby to full term, to deliver that baby and grant life per God's procreative gift is the word I'm going to use for this. Uh, and, and I don't see that it's a health risk in most cases. Now, I agree once in a while there can be health repercussions. 
But in most cases, it's not even a medical emergency or a health risk of any kind, Kurt. It's, it's well, by God's and design, we've even, right? And we've even uh, outlined uh, recently, there was a story we did. <laughs> you remember that one about the 14 children thing uh, from, uh, I think it was Kenya. Uh, and they basically outlined the doctors there have said that, hey, uh, when a woman has a number of children, then they're, bodies just don't have to deal with things like endometriosis and all these uh, many of these other uh, female health problems simply because hey the body's doing the things that it was uh, intended by god to do and and uh, you know but if you bring that up boy you're you're in big time trouble but well that's anyway, okay we'll take the heat but i'm telling you right now this this assertion that every pregnancy what do they say every pregnancy is what a medical yeah, he says uh, pregnancy always comes with some irreducible risk of death. Okay, see, I, I just don't agree with that assumption. I think it's an extreme position that's just not backed by science or God's laws or anything that you can point to that's reality. Most women get pregnant and have children, and it's not a health problem or crisis at all, Kurt, of any kind. Now, I agree there's exceptions. It's uh, Yeah, it's what they call um, the way that... Uh, replenishes the earth sam uh, that god replenishes and this isn't just earth. in humans it's in animals too kurt i mean yeah, this is a natural right. process of life that i'm pointing to ordained of god and this guy wants you to believe that the ordained of god general way of things is somehow this extreme exception i mean the guy the the, the author here is nuts on parade kurt crazy well, and that's why the New York Times puts him out. Uh, he, he goes on to say, uh, whereas abortion can be life-saving. In his essay, uh, Dr. Hearn is reacting to the new Alabama law that significantly limits abortions in the state, suggesting that what legislators are restricting is a life-saving procedure. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, there's no mention here about the very young women which would be uh, babies that are killed sam and yet um somehow that's just not even talked about right i'm telling you right now it's it's phenomenal it it's just amazing the life that god's given and alabama supporting that life and this brings up the real core of the debate how often is it a procedure to save the life of the mother kurt because it certainly doesn't save the life of the baby ever. That's right. And every one of those little uh, female babies that are killed, they could turn out to be a woman, Sam. You know, they could. Oh. But not when they're killed before they're born. Yeah, that's right. You know? But nobody really wants to talk about that, you know. He goes on to say, uh, Dr. Hearn <coughs> notes that black women are more likely to die from pregnancy in Alabama than white women. You know, uh, he, he uh, the Breitbart piece says, he fails to mention that black women are also much more likely to abort their children. Nationwide black babies are more are three times more likely to be aborted than white babies, and organizations like Abortion Giant Planned Parenthood intentionally target black neighborhoods for their clinics. What Dr. Hearn notes, knows but does not say is that while pregnancies are rarely fatal, abortions always are. 
That's right. And see, this is what I mean. The, the idea that, that all pregnancies are just like a medical disaster awaiting the meltdown. And, and this idea that, oh, my gosh, we've got to save mothers. It's just pro-death. Our position of pro-life is pro-death. This is the epitome of calling good evil and evil good. Kurt, this is just off the charts insanity. Yep. And, uh, you know, the Breitbart piece says, as a practitioner of late term abortions he has seen babies literally ripped apart you know uh and their final paragraph from uh uh well there's two of them uh from breitbart says in a late-term abortion the abortionist will typically pierce the baby's skull insert a catheter into the wound remove the brain with suction causing the skull to collapse remove the baby through the birth canal and scrape any remaining fetal tissue from the womb uh final sentence or two sentences. in other words Dr. before the Hearn. final two sentences in other words blatantly intentionally commit murder a very brutal, hostile murder. So brutal, so hostile that they won't even let you show it on TV. It's too pornographic or too, I don't know, pornographic is not the right word. It is too violent. It is too, um, well, I guess it's pornographic too if you show the woman's, you know, if you show the whole thing, it gets to be pornographic and violent. Uh, but anyway, all I'm telling you is they're afraid to even show it. It's so violent and hostile and they know the nation. If they really knew and understood what it really was, Kurt would turn against it in a second. That's yeah, where we need to stand up boldly, nobly, and independently to highlight what this really is and call it the evil that it is. It's pro-death murder. Yep. And this uh, doctor, so-called doctor, Dr. Hearn, wishes to describe this practice as life-saving. The uh, Breitbart piece finishes and says what it actually is is an act of barbarism. So it's pretty well done that article i think yes it is and it highlights the truth but i'm telling you the new york times is just off the charts pregnancy kills abortion saves lives now how does pregnancy kill kurt i just don't get it yeah. <laughs> can you call evil good and good evil more than this pregnancy kills no. i thought pregnancy was god's way of procreation kurt well that's the key thing the reason they're against it sam Wow, Dr. Alveda King uh, points out and highlights really a lot of what's at the heart of all this battle, too. Um, uh, wow. Go ahead, Kurt. Yep, that's right. Uh, she's the director of what's called Priest for Life's uh, Civil Rights. And by the way, remember, she's the niece of uh, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., uh, who... Yeah, I mean, if she was coming out in support of abortion and all that kind of thing, she'd be, uh, well, talked about all over the place. But, you know, since she's on the other side, if you will, uh, she doesn't get mentioned very much. And in this case, uh, she called out uh, what's a person named Emily Ratajkowski's, I guess he's some famous lady, uh, but anyway, uh, her very racist abortion comments. Uh, she said, uh, she, uh, she, well, anyway, here's what she said. Uh, she called uh, what this model, Emily Ratajkowski, uh, said, uh, that her, her uh, comments were very racist. Uh, she said that this is what this uh, model wrote. This week, 25 old white men voted to ban abortion in Alabama. 
even in cases of incest uh, and rape. These men in power are imposing their wills onto the bodies of women in order to uphold the patriarchy and perpetuate the industrial prison complex by preventing women of low economic opportunity the right to choose to not reproduce. The states trying to ban abortion are the states that have the highest proportions of black women living there. This is about class and race, and it's a direct attack on the fundamental human rights Anyway, she goes on to say that uh, our bodies, our choice. Now, this. I want to talk more Alveda about this. King here. replied, and she says. Yeah, let's get to her reply. Hold on. I want you to have complete yeah. time, and I want to make sure nobody misses it. Liberty Roundtable Live, Sam and Kurt, Alveda King doing a phenomenal job standing up for pro life. She's got reason to talk. We'll tell you about it in seconds. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi currently behind closed doors with her caucus as more and more House Democratic members are calling for President Trump to be impeached. Pelosi's been cool to the idea of impeachment. She's been preferring aggressive investigations and oversight of the president and his administration. Many Democrats angry, though, that former White House counsel Don McGahn ignored a subpoena to testify before a House panel yesterday. Illegal immigrants could get government-funded health care coverage in the state of California now as competing bills in Sacramento would either offer coverage to all illegal immigrants over 19 or to young adults and immigrants over 65. The man known as the American Taliban starting his journey to freedom soon. John Walker Lind is expected to be released from prison in Indiana tomorrow. This is USA Radio News. So you sit down and do your budget and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help. Finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings. $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or payback loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. The United States and China still working towards a new trade deal after President Trump said earlier this month the two sides had been close to one, but then China changed the terms. Well, the Chinese ambassador to the United States disputes that, saying it was the Trump administration that was changing things. We are still committing. We are still committed to whatever we agree to do. But it is the U.S. side that changes its mind so often. He was speaking on Fox News. U.S. F-22 stealth jets have intercepted six Russian military aircraft off the coast of Alaska. According to North American Aerospace Defense Command officials, the four bombers and two fighter jets were spotted inside the air defense identification zone, which is about 200 miles from Alaska's western coast. The Russian Ministry of Defense confirming the incident. 
Severe weather again in store for folks in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, Illinois, and Ohio today. And this is USA Radio News. We're talking about racism and Elvita King highlighting the reality. She's spot on, Kurt. Well, that's right, Sam. And uh, she she responds to this so-called model um, uh, where this uh, model basically says, hey, that these evil white guys there in um, Alabama are now, you know, taking us over or whatever and won't let us do what we want with our bodies, etc. cetera. Uh, she responds and says, wasn't that very, very racist? We see at the heart of all of this, we have an office here in America and our government right now of population affairs. And it's designed to deal with the sterilization and the birth control and the control of undesirables, members of a certain population. Now that office is still in existence today in America. You don't have to kill people in order to heal a nation, King added. That's very racist. King also addressed the comments made by actress Minka Kelly, another actress. I don't know who she is, but anyway. Uh, and uh, she described an abortion, this actress, uh, she had as a service to her unborn theoretical child. Here's what she said. She said, when I was younger, I had an abortion. It was the smartest decision I could have made, not only for myself and my boyfriend at the time, but also for this unborn fetus. For a baby uh, to have been born to two people too young and completely ill-equipped with no means or help from family would have resulted in a child born into an unnecessary world of struggle. Having a baby at that time would have only uh, perpetuated the cycle of poverty, chaos, and dysfunction I was born into. Forcing a child to be born to a mother who isn't ready, isn't financially stable, was raped, a victim of incest, isn't doing that theoretical child any favors. Uh, now, King again, uh, Kurt, they're you know, they're exploiting the extremes as if those are the norm. Hey, how yeah, many rape incests exactly right. are there? I'm not saying they don't exist, and I'm not defending them in any way. But I am right. saying that's the kind of the they act like that's the standard pattern. Why uh, murder is justified? That's I don't right. get it. It's, it's it's not the truth. And Alvita points this out. Yeah, she uh, she spoke candidly about overcoming the trauma of her own past abortions, and she rejected uh, Kelly's characterization of abortion as a merciful act. She said, if death is a solution to a life of struggle, then why didn't Miss Kelly and her boyfriend kill themselves, she asked. Not that I'm saying anybody should commit suicide, but I mean, why didn't you carry it all the way? King added, none of us is going to be able to deal with a life of struggle. So no, it had nothing to do with them being concerned about their that baby living a life of struggle. King remarked, it's a shame that 25 white men had to pass a law proving that they care about the preservation of black life. Now, because they, those stop. Who, I want you to repeat that because she is yeah. so right, Kurt. Yeah, Say that right. again. Well... Uh, she, uh, this is, remember, Martin Luther King's niece, 
the King Jr.'s niece. And you know, normally they would quote her everywhere, but they're not going to quote her much here because she's saying the right stuff. She says, it's a shame that 25 white men had to pass a law proving that they care about the preservation of black life. And she's right. Because, I would just say all life, but, but her point's yeah, well taken, that's right? right? That's right. Uh, she's trying to stand up and say, hey, you know, just like David A. Clark and Ben Carson and uh, other good, uh, you know, our buddy Jesse Lee Peterson, so many Boy, others, Marcus. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, that don't get the media coverage. Uh, you know, she's speaking out and she goes on and she says, because those who cry racism in America won't fight for life in the womb. So where's the real racism? Where is that racism that we're talking about? It's very racist to target a whole group of people and to sell abortion as the answer to your success. That's racist. That's what Planned Parenthood did and does. Uh, King touched on the Hollywood left's opposition to the Georgia and Alabama laws. She said many people in Hollywood are not shouting out the abortions they're glad they had. For the ones who are, I would even dare to suggest that they have suppressed that pain so deeply that they don't know it's there. Uh, what happens, Kurt, is when you commit murder and participate in the committing of murder and when you have such disregard for human life, um, you become past feeling and you lose the light of Christ that is within you. And I sadly think that's a lot of what's going on with some of these hardened women as, and people as well, is that they just get so hardened that they deceive themselves. That they're not even able to think straight about God's creations and, and the pro-life views of the government. Now, Alvita wisely admitting she had an abortion, and I look at Alvita and I look at some of these other women that have been involved in these abortion mills, uh, either as a, I don't know what you call it, a victim or participant yep. or whatever more and more and more of these women are speaking out even the roe versus wade isn't it roe that's speaking out yeah, yeah spoken that's out. Right. Uh, you got this lady that was in the abortion clinics now speaking out that's in the movie unplanned uh, right. miss johnson you've got now mm -hmm. Elvita king speaking out and saying i've had abortions and i'm telling you they're horrible you'll never get over them uh, and, and wise people are speaking out making our very points for us curtain doing so so eloquently i commend them that's right and a couple more paragraphs from the story. It says, uh, many in Planned Parenthood will say, it's because of the pro-life movement that people feel grief. If the pro-lifers weren't there, they wouldn't feel any grief. <laughs> and I would just answer and say, wickedness never was happiness. Well, if everybody was dead, nobody would babies. If everybody was dead, there'd be, be no grief feeling. Yeah, no life would be available uh the article continues uh, uh king replies she says that's not true they hide it uh and she says uh she's explaining that she spent years avoiding thoughts of her own abortions she says when i did think about them unfortunately i would go have a drink of bourbon i don't drink anything like that now except maybe the holidays a nice kosher glass of wine or something like that but before 83 i couldn't sleep without the alcohol so uh this lady's repented you know alveda king and she's a good example in telling people what it what's up but the Amen. standard media won't have her on uh well they will at, just about other topics that they can try to exploit when well, yeah, she's so right, I'm they know they'll lose the argument about this. Yeah, that's right. You know, and, and the interesting thing about this, too, is that you're starting to have, again, um, you know, I wish her black babies were alive, Kurt. 
Imagine that, Sam. You want to know and why? You're supposed to be, well, because they will replenish the earth. Yes, sir. Sam. And they're children of God, and they have a right to life. Right? And they're black because she's black, I'm assuming, right? I think that's the way that's it's supposed exactly to be, right. Kurt. Yeah, imagine that. All right, anything else on Elvita? Um, no, not on this story. Uh, let's see, I was trying to remember which one we were going to next. I know we got a phone call there, but um, let's see. Uh, you know, uh, she's just a great example the of somebody The only phone call who's... is fetching Google, dialing in and just bugging me about stupid <laughs> stuff like they do all the time. You know, it's amazing to me how Google can just harass the heck out of everybody, and there's nothing yeah. you can do to stop them. Yeah, All right, well, Pennsylvania like, State example, rep in the news, ladies and gentlemen. Guy's name well, is on Fred this phone Keller. call thing, if you yeah. if you put on there, you block that caller. What happens is it'll just call from another number. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's and exactly so, right. You know, or it'll you prove that you're just, an existing line with a human behind it, and it'll just triple the calls. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> I'm just telling All right, you right now. You say? It makes Tell you never want to answer your thing. phone again. Yeah, I understand. All right, I said Pennsylvania uh, State Representative, guy's name is oh, Fred right. Keller. He won the Pennsylvania um, 8th District Special Election. Well, oh, I'm sorry, it's a House district. House 12th District. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he but, won, and this is a big thing that Donald Trump was campaigning for, right, Kurt, uh, over the week? Well, yeah. Or, over the last couple of days, he, he was in Pennsylvania. He went there on Monday, and, uh, you know, the election was uh, Tuesday. The uh, You say, well, what? what do they have an election there for? Well, the guy that got elected uh, basically resigned less than a month into his term, so they had to replace him. The seat was vacant there. Uh, but the president pointed out when he was there, and I, I watched most of the event, you know, um, uh, yesterday, uh, in between uh, selling honey, I watched most of it, and then Sam's uh, very kindly got me the audio so I can listen to more of it. But uh, uh, the president pointed out, he was right on target. He says, look, if this guy loses tomorrow, you know, if Keller loses tomorrow, then they'll say that uh, this is a referendum on the president. Uh, yes, words, it is. Uh, it doesn't matter how tiny something might be. It's a whole yeah. referendum. The people's will have been heard. It's a mandate. It's a, and they'll just go That's on like right. berserkness. He's right about that. But he says, but he says on the other hand, if he wins, they won't hardly talk. Well, about it'll it. be those goofy, extreme white or blue-collar Pennsylvanians, clueless. They don't realize what's at stake, and it'll be like that, right? And he's exactly right. By the way, uh, he won almost seventy percent with 70 percent of the vote sam 68.1 uh, i can so call that a landslide a ladies down. and gentlemen so a landslide smackdown in the defense of donald and donald supporters in pa baby quick pause sam and kurt party with all the girls there. Play with me more often. My mom's so busy with the board meeting. Just spend more time together as a family. Do more out of the house activities. This is a tough one. My parents, they do everything they love me. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a roof over my head. They don't need to show it to me. I just know they love me. Well, not yelling at me very much. 
Raise my allowance. To not argue together. Um, have my dad be home more for dinner and stuff so that it could be even closer. Family. Isn't it about time? Buy me an ice cream and kiss me to love me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, what's the next question? If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. They don't call the abortion folks serial killers, Kurt. But I guess it's a serial killer when you're old, and it's just a life-saving solution when you're tiny, right? <laughs> That's how they want you to believe the lie, folks? Yeah, it's a great <laughs> point, Sam. And uh, by the way, uh, serial killers isn't like somebody shooting up Captain Crunch or whatever like that. Um, you know, in this case... Uh, you know, it's spelled serial, S-E-R-I-A-L. Well, it's kind of like a lady and, uh, killer, but it's just different. Yeah. Wait a minute. A uh, lady killer. Yeah. This was a lady killer, wasn't it, Kurt? Well, that's right. Just not and like you think of way, lady killer. You know, by the way, can headline, I tell you a little story, Kurt? Can I just interrupt yeah, for a fun ahead. story? Sure. So my son somehow heard the term lady killer. He's like, hey, what's a lady killer? And we're like, well, it's a guy that, you know, attracts a lot of girls or women or whatever. And he's like, can I be a lady killer for Halloween? All right, go ahead, sir. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he wanted to be that for life. Uh, but anyway, in this story, uh, the headline reads, uh, Alleged serial killer charged in deaths of 11 elderly women. Now, in the headline, Sam, it doesn't mention the fact that this individual is in America illegally. Um, so it should have said something like illegal alien, you know, kills 11, you know, uh, or charged with 11 murders in Texas. Illegal yet, alien continues it, illegal spree. Yeah. And yet, uh, see, if you did that, see, then it would kind of point out more of the problems with the whole border, uh, you know, wide open borders and all that kind of thing. But. Of course, if the media did that, then they'd be kind of helping the president. Hey, where's the Me Too movement, folks? Because, I mean, it's Me Too if they get sexually harassed. What about Me Too got killed by, I guess those people can't speak up, can they? Who's going to speak up for them, Kurt, besides Sam and Kurt? That's a great point, Sam. Yeah. Now, why did they, why did this lady, or guy go on, why was he a lady killer? Why was he going on the, the, you know, the rampage for elderly women? 
Well, they say he stole the jewelry and other valuables, uh-huh. uh, but the bottom line is uh, he was here. Because dead babies don't have jewelry and other valuables, Kurt. Right. He was you know here I mean? in America illegally, and uh, maybe if he'd, we'd had a sensible um, immigration policy and we only let good folks in, maybe those. Hey, can I bring up a thought, Kurt? Still be alive. Maybe illegality yeah. breeds illegality. Imagine that. Just saying. Yeah. By the way, speaking of illegality, breeding illegality, Congress has been promoting illegal acts for a long time. The pro-war agenda for starters, the dishonest money to continue the point. I, I digress, except to say now Congress is surrendering our sovereignty to the United Nations. The United Nations tyranny continues, if you will. That's a headline that somebody wrote and sent me, but they said it was all Democrats, Kurt. I had to change it to Congress to be more honest about it right well that's exactly right we don't fall for the whole republican democrat thing because so many times it's the insiders the you know which includes republicans and democrats yeah because when the republicans uh, had complete control i don't think they got rid of the u.n kurt no they didn't uh paul ryan and mitch mcconnell uh you know uh just they they're basically insiders. They even freed up some funds for that sucker, funds. from what I remember. Yeah, great. I mean, it's just nuts. So anyway, I just changed it to Congress is surrendering our sovereignty to the United Nations. We're seeing that more and more and more, Kurt. And it's great a disappointment. Point. Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch is in the news. He's up to some good, isn't he, Kurt? Well, yeah. Um, you know, and we see this. Like our buddy Larry Clayman and uh, Tom Fitton, so many of these guys, uh, man, they're just continually working and doing amazing things. Uh, in this case, uh, you know, it's it's amazing to see uh, the different, uh, I guess you could say, battles that they've got to fight. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's about the Obama White House. So listen to this. The Obama White House tracked a Freedom of Information Act request for the Clinton emails, Kurt. So yeah, this is just more that. proof that the White House knew all along the lies that were being told and let the fake news perpetuate and said nothing, Kurt. There you and go. And then they're like, Donald's not telling the whole truth. Donald's not transparent enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But what does this mean, Kurt? Does this mean heads are going to roll and they're going to be arresting folks? You're going to see a big old bust in the door at 5 a.m. like they did to Roger Stone uh, for Hillary and, and, and crew on the email thing or what? Or a Barack for allowing it to occur and monitoring it and knowing full well and let the fake news lie perpetuate? And Are they going to bust down? Are they going to battering ram that sucker, Kurt? Well, you'd sure think so if um, justice was blind, Sam, if it was the same Just imagine justice busting in there with a big old battering ram blind and stuff. Wow. But I don't think that's going to be happening. But it sure is nice to see guys like Tom Fenton and uh, Larry Clayman uh, doing their thing and, you know, standing up for, uh, I guess you could say, justice for all, uh, Sam. Yeah, now what does it mean when they say he tracked a FOIA request? For Clinton emails, does it just mean they were aware of everything that happened? Does it mean they were spying on the people who put the FOIA request in? Does it mean what does all that mean, Kurt? It probably means that and more, Sam. At least that's what I'm um, afraid of. <laughs> I, 
I mean, when we get these little tidbits that the, you know, government releases to us somehow, you know, in the Freedom of Information Act, uh, that kind of thing, when they, when we get these things, you think, man, if we got that, how much more did they not send us? Right. Well, and it kind of makes you wonder, too, when they say they tracked it. What does that mean, Kurt? Does that mean they sent a note over to the IRS? Right. Does that mean they're just like, hey, um, you know, a judicial watch. They're, um, well, not doing what we want. Can you over the IRS check into those guys? Right. What do you think, Kurt? Well, our government would never do something like that, Sam. I mean, you know, we're talking about honesty and transparency, and that's, you know, I mean, our government's uh, known for all that kind of stuff, right? Okay. Let me give you the example of why I say that Barack might be thinking about sending the IRS over when he tracks them. You ready? Here's Obama in his own words. Now, before I begin, I'd just like to clear the air about that little controversy everybody was talking about a few weeks back. Uh, I have to tell you, I really thought this was much ado about nothing. But I do think we all learned an important lesson. I learned never again to pick another team over the Sun Devils in my NCAA brackets. (laughs) It won't happen again. President Crow and the Board of Regents will soon learn about being audited by the IRS. <laughs> that was funny, Kurt. Yeah, because that never uh, happened. Wait a minute. We already uh, proved that it know. happened through Lois Lerner and Steve Stockman tried to basically create accountability for it, and they tossed Steve in jail. Really, Sam? I mean, I'm so shocked to know that the government uses, uh, you know, their minions to, um, well, either, I guess you could say, help their buddies or hmm, not help their uh, opponents. Barack thought this was funny. Didn't seem too funny to me. Well, it's only funny if you don't know how real it is, Kurt. The problem is you and I know too well how real it <laughs> really right. is. We that's know right. that it's and not that's a the joke. the reason we do what we do. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. That's why I'm saying we know that this isn't a joke. I know he made it sound like it was a joke, but the problem is, Kurt, is it's real. Right? The government literally does this to people, a.k.a. Lois Lerner and crew. I mean, it's well documented that this is not a joke. This isn't just, ha, 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 ha. This is real. Wow. So I pray that uh, Tom Fitton and crew can uh, avoid the IRS tax or whatever you want to call it, right? I mean, I really pray they can, but I'm telling you right now that it wouldn't surprise me if all of a sudden Tom Fitton's like, oh, man, can you help us fight the IRS? So then Donald will be fighting the IRS. Everybody will be fighting the IRS. But nobody will be able to stop the behemoth belligerence of rogue government. Right? 
Yeah, let's make America great again and free the people from the IRS, President Trump. And, uh, you know, just just tell them, look, we got all these uh, new taxes coming in from the uh, tariffs. Uh, tariffs and uh, we don't need this anymore and we're going to make America great again. Roger that. By the way, the NBA, you know, since he was talking about, I know he was talking about college brackets, right? But since Barack's right. going to talk about sports, we might as well too, Kurt. Well, I saw this, Sam, and I just thought, uh, you know, lately they've got the big finals of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference and, the, you know, the NBA, and I guess they're kind of hating it, Sam, because their ratings are down. and So some people are pretty... Um, concerned you know their commissioner is or whatever and i thought you might want to give them some suggestions well i guess they, they claim that better. it's because lebron moved west right yeah <laughs> that's why I, I don't think so here's here's my you know if they're if their ratings are down sam maybe um it's because basically they just have a uh, a product that's maybe People don't want to watch, and plus the fact that, I mean, it costs you an arm. And well, I think that's the real issue. I think it's way too expensive for most folks to go to unless you're an elitist, unless you're rich, unless you're whatever. It's very, very tough to afford a game, especially for families. Uh, even family-oriented Utah has raised prices significantly, putting it out of the reach of many, many families. But that's only part of the discussion, how expensive it is. I, the other part of the discussion, there's two other factors in addition to the cost that I think is, is prohibitive. Number one, a lot of the NBA players have kind of gone together in this race consolidarity discussion or solidarity discussion. They've been, uh, you know, LeBron's been speaking out about race very stupidly. And, and a lot of these players have been wearing things that have to do with this race solidarity discussion. And they're really basically, you know, saying, hey, blacks have been downtrodden forever. And these millionaires walk out there and pretend like they've been held back by America somehow. And Americans realize that's just not genuine, to say the least. So that's part of the problem. The other part of the problem, though, is Kurt, how many times is what the Golden State Warriors won, Kurt? How many? How many? Yeah, years in it row seems kind of like uh, you know. So I either know, they're just like so much better than than everybody else, they need to just kind of go off into the sunset as they're beyond the NBA and call it good. They're like the what is it? The stars? What's that stars game they have? All stars? Yeah, Globetrotters? No, all stars. Uh, the yeah, all star. Yeah. You know, let them just go into the all stars Hall of Fame and let mere mortals play ball. Uh, or else they need to create another league because these guys are too good for the rest. Or else maybe we need to shake up the players to where it's actually interesting again. But who wants to see the Golden State Warriors go ahead and take what? Their like fifth title or what is it? I don't even know. Yeah. Do you know like what, what the number? Anyway, whatever it is, it's like, oh, you want to just watch them win again? Is that going to happen next year too? And next year? And until they change the game enough to make it exciting again, I'm sorry, but I'm not interested in these oversized idiots getting out there telling you how they've been held back by America because of racism while they jack prices up through the roof and then charge us tax dollars on top of it all to build their stadiums then they run around and act like they've been wronged while we see the same guys win every time no offense and by the way when the it comes out. to the when it comes to the ratings thing you can watch the whole game in about 10 minutes on YouTube you know we declare this nation shall endure God save the Republic of the United States of America